and welcome back to another exciting episode of Song of Riddle and Steel, presented by Sarah Night Gaming. Yes, contain your excitement. Woo! <laughs> yeah! Go team! I'm going to put a little audio track in there that has like claps and shouts applause. and applause. You need to have that, that light. So you just hit the light so we know when we're supposed to like clap and everything. Start holding up signs. Yeah, the neon signs. <laughs> clap. Applause. <laughs> oh. But yes, thank you uh, for returning and listening to another fantastic episode. Especially when Violet returns. Yeah. Long awaited. Yes. It's been a while since Violet has graced us with her presence. Yes, actually. It's been really a while, hasn't it? Yeah, man, it's been like six months. Yeah, it's been like six months. <laughs> multiple campaigns, goodness gracious. And Slimefinger did something that she had no idea about. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so this is going to be great. It's going to be fun, interesting, and Slimefinger is going to be absent momentarily, so that makes it even better. <laughs> Depends who you're asking. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get start over here on, on my left and go around and just introduce ourselves and our characters. I'm Laura and I will be playing Fawn Leafland. And that's hmm. That's it. That's me and that's my character. That's true. <laughs> that met both requirements. Yes, it did. Next. Hello, I am Casey, and I am playing a Alex, and a, a, yeah, sorry. You're playing an Alex, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're following with you. You're host of a game show. <laughs> She's a druid, and... I know. I liked him. <laughs> and she's into spores. Spores. She's the queen of spores. She's the spore queen, yes. Yeah. Yep. The dark druid. It's all Slimefinger's fault. Mm, yep. <laughs> um, I'm Laura. Also Laura. Don't get us confused. <laughs> it's got to happen anyway. I don't know why I even bothered to say that. Um, <laughs> so I am playing Violet. And she's a runecaster. Potentially divine. But we don't have a whole lot of information on that yet. Um, or I don't. <laughs> That's what they've been calling you all this yes, time. Yes, they've been calling me that. So, I guess we'll find out. Yes. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. So, to kind of catch everybody up on what happened last, um, essentially, Slimefinger and Alex went on a rescue mission to go and reclaim... The captain, Captain Roberta, along with Jay. Jay! Jay! And so the two of them infiltrated the camp of the Black Dragon Clan as they were looking for the prisoners. And Slimefinger actually was able to uh, have an audience with Ulrich, the leader of the Black Dragon Clan, which went extraordinarily well. Yes. At least Slimefinger thinks he did. Mm -hmm. He he was made the court jester and didn't put him in prison. So. <laughs> that sounds right. That, you know, he was pretty happy with it. 
Yeah. Uh, but like through their efforts, they managed to uh, free the prisoners, not only the captain and Jay, but also other prisoners as well, such as Fallen Leafwind and her uh, allies, her other Druidic allies. Which they are far, far from home. Uh, they are probably furthest you can get at this point. <laughs> they are from the uh, southern lands of Firdraka. So uh, they, they are very much far from home. And the captain, after spending time in prison with her, uh, decided to give them a lift back to their homeland. Because she has a ship and she wants to get away from here. <laughs> she's been here for too long <laughs> so that's kind of currently where we're at right now after they successfully uh, left uh, the dragon the, that you have seen before the white and blue dragon uh, he left momentarily and then he returned as they left the camp and the army has actually begun marching southward and that is when you guys have uh, gotten back to the ship and now the ship is taking sail. As you go south to the land, uh, you can go the furthest you can go in Ethelsidge to the south and fear Draka. So, to be clear, we are on the ship, right? Mm -hmm. And we're going with them. They didn't just like, yep. sail away without us. Okay. Correct. You guys are actually currently sailing right now. And there you are right here. Nice little representation. So you guys are up above here and going all the way down here to the very bottom where it says Pendragon Port. That is where they're from. Oh, that is very far south. Very far south. Now, during this time too, Slimefinger, on his way back to the ship, he did activate the Sending Stone, which basically is to uh, transmit a message to the Mistress of Magic, Morgan. And he was essentially giving her a warning Letting her know that the Black Dragon Clan is moving south, uh, basically towards the wall, and they have a large force. And basically to help them, to give them a heads up, because they don't know what's coming towards them right now. They don't know what's about to hit them. So that's what Slimefinger has done. Now, after he activates Ascending Stone while on the ship, that nice little circle that he drew in the middle of the ship starts to glow green. As it does... He looks at the stone, which is depleted of energy, looks at the circle, thinks to himself, did I do that? <laughs> Walks towards the circle, and he says, you've got to be, and then disappears. <laughs> Just like that, in a flash. The circle glows green, flashes real quick, and Slimefinger is gone. Mm. Meanwhile, the captain runs out. <laughs> she sees the glow, and she goes, wait, do we go anywhere? Are we still here? Where are we? We're still here. She looks around. Oh, we didn't go anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> the last time I saw this, our ship disappeared. My ship, she says. Yeah. <laughs> so she's sitting there. She's kissing the ship. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She did not have fun last time. It's not a fun realm. Well, she's still trying to process this whole thing of other realms and then a realm within a realm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a lot for her to process right now. It's much easier when she can just look at the skies and see, yeah, there's a lot of stars out there. <laughs> That's much easier for her. <laughs> you know. 
so yes, that's um, what's happened with Slimefinger. So he was able to get the message off before he disappeared. So mm-hmm. other than that, your crew members, you have Jay on board. You also have Shaw still, who's still trying to create fire magic. Oh yeah, and Violet's gotten Vel. Yes, Velvet. It's Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> and where yes. did um, Briar go? Briar is actually currently piloting the ship for you because you still don't have a crew. <laughs> <laughs> she's whooshing us. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said she was pouting on the ship, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> well, piloting the ship. She's okay. piloting the ship. Sounded like you said pouting. And <laughs> she might be half air, half water at this point. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like her. <laughs> you know, I mean, double. You would duty. know. <laughs> elemental. Yes. <laughs> you can do the whole chimeric form, you know. Yeah. That's what she does. All right, and so yeah, as you can see, you know, lovely ship here. It's so pretty. The nice sunset. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have your passengers too. You have a fallen leaf wind, and you've got her uh, two druidic allies, who she traveled all this way to find. You traveled by yourself, like with my allies, not. Oh yes, to find them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I misunderstood the question. Yes, a long way to go alone. Yeah, I had the animals. She did. That she did. She had the help of the woodlands. Yeah, I used to be like that, and now I am this. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer, and I got mauled by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and that's when slumping your hands you a slime-covered coin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So you've been sailing for uh, well, quite a while now. Uh, some weeks as you guys are sailing from north down to the south. You've seen floating icebergs that you've been dodging with the ship. You know, you didn't want to end up like the, uh, you know, Titanic. So you continued southward where it's nice and warmer. <laughs> Good. With the occasional sea slug. <laughs> Those mythical beasts. Mm. They spit acid at ships. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Somehow, suspiciously more so when slime fingers around. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you eventually do end up at your point of destination. So you end up at Pen. Dragon Point, or excuse me, Port. Pendragon Point is right next to the port. What you guys actually see as you uh, pull into the port, you see this cliffside, right? This lovely cliffside. And on the cliffside, you see this large boulder. And then inside that boulder is a sword that's stuck inside the boulder. Mm. It's one of the landmarks here of Fyrdraka. Which has quite a few landmarks. It's also in this region is where the circle of stones are that Slimefinger used. <laughs> yeah. That's where you figured more mana. Yeah. Add more mana. It's not always the answer. 
Every time he says it, it reminds me of like when you're cooking and everyone's like, oh, just add a little bit more salt. A little bit more salt. That's what it reminds me of when he says, add just a little, little more salt. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. That's what he treats magic like a recipe. If this man is not working, throw more in it for flavor. <laughs> Don't ever eat anything he cooks. <laughs> Don't would be eat anything slimy. that he cooks. Slimy and full of manna. So that's what it also looks like from a distance. Not from heaven. <laughs> this nice, lovely castle in the distance. As you guys can see, as you as you pull in, you guys can see over the forest. You see these large, gigantic stone structures. You know, very picturesque. Yes. Very. And of course, this is what you're greeted with: the docks, as your ship pulls in. And you have finally, after weeks of traveling on the ocean, reached dry land. That's good. Yes. Very good. And there's somebody waiting for you. Yes. Yes, indeed. So as the ship pulls into the port there, and then goes ahead and uh, anchors, you know, everyone gets on top of the top of the deck there and starts stretching, and getting ready to lead the boat. And as you guys do, you realize that strolling up to the uh, the pier is a royal escort. Okay. Yes, I know. It's very interesting. It's like, why would it be a royal escort walking to our boat? They must have the wrong boat. As you look around, all you see are like smaller boats. Some dinies. Are we royal? <laughs> is this the right port? Where's the map? Did we sell too far? I think we're in another country. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not from here. You notice from here, though, that the reason there's a royal escort is because it's none other than the Lord and Lady, uh, Lord Arthur and Lady Gwendolyn, uh, approach your ship with their royal escort. And he looks something like this. That's so Young tiny. guy. <laughs> blonde, <laughs> dirty blonde hair. Uh, so yes, you see the the Lord Arthur and Lady Gwendolyn uh, walk down with their royal escorts, um, and they are waiting for you at the uh, pier as you guys exit the ship. So the captain, she's uh, she's very surprised. So she looks over at everyone and she goes, "Were we expecting them?" Roberta is talking to us. Yeah. Oh, what'd you say? Sorry. <laughs> She looks at everyone on the ship, mm-hmm. and then she says, were we expecting anybody? Mm, nope. I wasn't either. Why is the royal escort coming to us? She starts looking around. She looks at Jay. Are you a wanted criminal? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, uh, uh, no. Not as far as I knew. Not in these lands. <laughs> As far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's a little nervous. She goes, um, hmm. So this is interesting because I usually don't meet them unless they catch me. Have they caught you before? Mm, not them, particularly. But people who work for them? But other lords and ladies. Okay. A couple of their other... You know, uh, rulers in the other cities in this region. So, hmm. 
I didn't know we were coming. And she goes and she just looks back over at that circle from Slime Finger. Ah! Slime Finger! He must have told them we were coming. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. We're about to find out. So, the captain, she just begrudgingly leaves the ship. And we'll start walking down there. What do you guys do? Or Stalos. Yeah, I'll go yeah. too. I would like to introduce myself. Fantastic. So, do you push past the captain? <laughs> Are you that excited? I mean, I am excited, but it seems rude to just push past her. So, I mean, she's already on her way. I'll let her let her go first. Gotcha. All right. So, it goes the captain, Violet, and what about Alex and Fawn? I mean, this is your home, so. Yeah, I'm just going to follow And uh, a little tidbit about the Fyrdraka, this region. They are probably, yeah, this region is probably the most uh, supportive of uh, the other cultures like the Druids and such. Uh, So much that they actually integrate their society with them. While the other regions of the land, you know, they pretty much either exile them or say, hey, you can live here, but you can only live over here, you know. Uh, but not in Fyrdraka. In Fyrdraka, it's actually that every citizen is considered, you know, part of their kingdom, basically, is how they treat it. Um, so that's, that's kind of like how Fallen Leafwind and her allies, how they came, you know, here. That's how they're treated here. So druids are, like, welcome with open arms. You know, as long as you don't cause trouble. Yeah, I can't make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little tidbit there. So the captain, she walks down to the pier, you know, just walk over here. And... Uh, you know, she just kind of is waiting as the royal escort, you know, walks closer. And uh, you can see the captain of the guard, essentially. He steps forward, and as he does, he breaks open this scroll. <laughs> and it says, Slimefinger Turin. Oh, honey, he left. He's looking around. He's not here. He's actually looking down. <laughs> yeah, as one should. <laughs> Slimefinger turn? No. Interesting. I'm sure he'll be back. Reasonably certain. Po- not positive. Not entirely. Don't know positive. where he went. <laughs> where did he go? He vanished. From the ship? Yes. And well then. See, there's there's a circle in the ship. He can't see it from there. <laughs> Well, I'm just explaining. Just like, okay. There's a ship, there's a circle. I, okay, stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. He goes poof and it's gone. Circle, it glows. Just how it happens. <laughs> I gotcha. So he steps to the side, he looks up, he turns around, faces the, you know, Lord Arthur, and then he says, My Lord, with him not present, I don't know if we're going to be able to follow those. Commands. Well, what is it? Maybe I can help. So Arthur, he he basically just got kind of motions for the uh, for the captain to kind of just you know move over to the side. It's you know he's fine. This is okay. You know, so he walks forward and he sees everyone else. So he introduces himself and he says, "I am Lord Arthur Fierdraka. This is my wife, Lady Gwendolyn Fierdraka." Welcome to Pendragon Port, one of the most lustrous 
ports in all of Ethosage. I'm Violet. It's a pleasure to meet you. Been frozen for a thousand been, years. Been frozen for <laughs> several hundred years. A little new to this. Well, that is a story I would like to hear later. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Your memories haven't come yeah, back. I'm a little fuzzy on the whole event. Bill's over here like... I still haven't found my book, so I don't know where that is. Bill's over here just taking wires from your brain. <laughs> yeah, just like the, the telephone <laughs> the operator. <laughs> I think this goes here. And it's a short. Oh, yeah. oh don't do that. Oh, that makes her arm twitch. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Uh, but yes, uh, he says... Uh, <clears throat> All of you are our honored guests. We received a message. wasn't directly to us. Um, from Slimefinger. And so we, uh, we wanted to meet him and also meet the crew responsible. As we have much to discuss with events that have unfolded during your journey. But we'll speak on that later. For now, please... Follow us. We'll escort you to the castle so you can have your accommodations. I'm sure you have had a long journey. You would like to freshen up, and we will have a feast in your honor tonight. Sounds cool. I would like to ask Bell if these are nice people because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Bell, he, he tells you, he says, Well, Yes, they are, well, one of the nicest rulers. Okay. Yes. Of all the ports we could have gone to, this would have been the best one. That is good to hear. I will roll with that. (laughs) So I guess I will follow them as they lead the way. All right. So basically they just escort you to, you know, through the city. Through the lovely city. City streets. Doesn't look so pretty. All the stone buildings. Stone streets. Flowers everywhere. And that's where you guys are going, just through the streets. You see all this. You see it's a really nice place actually. You know. Um the structures and such, it's all really the architecture is just done so well. And of course this large building here at the, at the back of the town uh, of the city, you know, that stands the tallest is obviously the castle. You know, and of course, it has all of its splendor as well. And if you're Draka, their symbol is the dragon. More specifically, the red dragon. So, you uh, you guys are familiar with that. Well, Vel tells you. <laughs> so, you guys make it there uh, as you're escorted through the streets. And uh, you're given, you know, taken to your chambers and such. And even you, Fallen Leafwind... Your allies have actually been excused. You know, they, they basically go back to uh, their homes because uh, the invitation was mainly directed towards you. <laughs> so uh, you are giving you, you know, your rooms, your accommodations and such. And they, they essentially tell you that uh, dinner will be served uh, within a few hours. They're making preparations now. Gives you time to, you know, prepare. And you even find nice... Uh, exquisite clothes. Do I get to take like a hot bubble bath? Because I have been very cold for a very long time. 
yes. Oh, yes, yes, there is. You can, definitely. Yeah, have like <laughs> lavender scented soaps and whatnot. And just... This wasn't filtered water. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's what you guys get. You get, you know, this perfume and everything like that. Uh, I asked for a thing. room in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so she can collect some of the mold. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm braiding flowers into my hair. If that's what you want. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what's the deepest, darkest place in here? The dungeon? Fantastic. I'll take one of those. (laughs) But I want all the room stuff to be the same. Yes. I want it in the dark. She wants all the luxury (laughs) just in the dark and the damp where all of the screams of the suffering prisoners can be heard. (laughs) Who knows, I might steal a solar tube down there. (laughs) Goodness gracious. (laughs) What happened to Bill? He didn't make it. (laughs) Oh, you had seven prisoners down there? Oh, you only have two. You must have miscounted. (laughs) By like five. (laughs) Don't worry about the bodies. Don't get up again. Yeah, I can fix that. <laughs> Let me fix it. <laughs> oh, but do you request that though? Yeah, I do. All right, fantastic. <laughs> so the uh, the servants they're a little confused at first, but of course they were given specific uh, instructions to carry out you know whatever you you needed. So the accommodations that you need. What the servants do next is they basically take all the the stuff and they start basically transporting it downstairs to the dungeon. <laughs> Yes. The height of luxury. The height of luxury. So yes, that, that's exactly where they take it for you. Nice. I I, I follow. Yep. So you get your nice little dungeon room. I'm assuming Violet wants a room where there's a view. Yes, I was about to say I'd like a balcony, please. But you get a balcony. Ah. Just don't jump. <laughs> no, I don't have the air room yet. <laughs> I can just see it now. I've got the air. Way I don't. Way in the mode. <laughs> it's hold off on that one. Hold on. I don't have the void room either. <laughs> Couldn't catch myself. <laughs> We're in trouble. And uh, what about you, Fawn? Your room that you desire. As long as it has a bed, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you could be like slimmer. And just teleport everywhere. Just like I don't, I don't have my teleportation. <laughs> she trying to remember what she does have. <laughs> I have the rooms that I have right now. I have water and I have time. Ah. Um, I don't have void, and I don't have air yet. So that's what I would be using in this scenario. Right. I can freeze time and just walk around while everyone else is like, like mid sandwich. Right? <laughs> like, here I'll you take also, that. You can also, you know, turn back time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, as you, you know, you all freshen up. You get, if you want Ooh, to get the nice I clothes. I fell off the balcony. I could slow down time, so it wouldn't hurt when I hit the ground. <laughs> True, or you could just reverse it to where you didn't fall off. <laughs> or you could just not fall off to begin with. <laughs> I just mean, a like, 
options. Yeah. Problem solving. (laughs) Yes. All right. So you have um, all of your accommodations and everything. And at some point, you are actually uh, a servant comes to you and uh, essentially escorts you for dinner. Three of you are escorted. And you're going, basically when you are taken to this night, this large banquet hall, okay? Um, and it's this, when you enter the room, it's fabulous. It's got, you know, the nice rugs. It's got the uh, banners, obviously with the dragons on them, you know. Nicely lit torches. The food smells fantastic. Smells fresh. Not like the rations you've been eating for two weeks. <laughs> you know? Oh, I think my stomach just grumbled a little. <laughs> Fresh grapes. Oh. <laughs> Even some wine. <laughs> You're already in character. Look at you. Just pointing, <laughs> pointing things out. Just pointing it out there for you. Oh, and so yeah, it's just this amazing food. And of course, you guys, uh, you see Captain Roberta, as she just kind of just glances everything. And she's like, whoa. Yeah. Probably like, also looking around like, are we sure I'm not in trouble? <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you're escorted to the seats and, you know, your seats are pulled out, you know, so that you can go ahead and take a seat. Someone pulled a seat out for us? Yeah. Yeah, servant staff. Yes, absolutely. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I know. It seems really weird. And there's a captain. And, of course, as she kind of, you know, scoots towards the table, she looks, she kind of takes the fork and she just kind of mutters underneath her breath and goes, or how much I can get for this. <laughs> you mean just the little fork or the whole set? <laughs> All of it. Uh, it's it's the full dining set, like where you have the two spoon fork thing mm-hmm. all yeah, it's all like the way around forks and then like two spoons over here and one spoon over here. You see the uh, spot right next to her where slime finger was supposed to sit? She just kinda grabs a little utensil and just <laughs> like yeah, pockets it. <laughs> pockets it. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. So, uh, and of course, at this point, you uh, all have your plates and everything. And then this is when Lord Arthur and Lady Gwendolyn uh, enter the room. And as they do, everybody else just kind of, you know, begins to stand up, you know. And what do you guys do? Well, I guess we stand- I stand up too. Stand up too? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Royalty's entering the room. I'm going to stand up. <laughs> So everybody stands up, and then they enter the room. As they do, you know, they go ahead, they, they take their seats, and everybody else takes their seats as well. And then, of course, the, the ser- you know, servant staff basically starts bringing the food to everybody and everything, you know. Um, and they go to each of you, and they ask, you know, would, would you like wine? Um, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to ask? ask yeah. the, that is that a question I have to answer, or are you just Is that rhetorical? Or? Yeah, like, um... <laughs> So you all having this lovely meal. Uh, as you do, Lord Arthur, he just kind of looks at your group and addresses you and says, I would like to hear more about this story. You know, more about you, Violet. What happened? What, what transpired in the North? As much as you can remember. So, short version. Impending apocalypse. Um, 
I was in a sphere of ice containing a great power that was going to be released and consume the world. Not entirely clear on how much of that was actually true. So where are we now? Well, there was that dragon thing, and I don't think that's good. Oh, that's probably not good. He says, dragon? Ah. Oh, yeah, a blue, blue dragon. Giant. Came out of the Krykano. Hmm. Uh, the reports are true, then. This is, <clears throat> this is troubling news, indeed. On your journey here, events have unfolded. The... Black Iron Wall wasn't able to repel the advances of the Black Dragon Clan. For the first time in hundreds of years, uh, the wall has fallen. Well, we didn't do that. <laughs> well, no, you did not. Uh, what did that was the dragon you spoke of. Its power is immense. It is able to obliterate and... Um, quite literally disintegrate the entire black dragon wall and a hole in it large enough for an army to pass through of course and no other army than the black dragon clan waiting on the other side of the wall this has caught uh, all of us off guard all of the lords and ladies of Ethelsage including the royal council themselves because not only did they destroy it and just completely obliterate the Black Gate. They also marched their way toward Beovic, which lies in ruin. These people don't sound very nice. I'm afraid this is just the beginning. They have made their way, they have penetrated the defenses to the north, they have destroyed the capital of the north, and are making their way south. But thankfully, Slimefinger was able to get a message to the Mistress of Magic, Morgan. She was able to organize enough of a defense and evacuate before there were too many casualties. The Lord and Lady Wolfire were successful in leaving before the destruction of the city. I'm, I'm going to be like in my head muttering to Vel, like, the, so the, the Morgan lady like, do we like her? I know Slimefinger likes her, but like, is, is she on our side? I'm not, I'm not clear on that. He is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Okay. Short story. So Slimefinger was taken by her Inquisition mm-hmm. for unauthorized use of magic. Mm-hmm. Well, during that time, he made friends with her. Okay. And she was also able to enter his mind and get all the information he ever knew. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't very smart. Well, I mean, I've done that to people, so. <laughs> so she's she's powerful. She really is. Uh, and she apparently knows more than she lets on. She gave Slimefinger that stone so that when he needed her, he could send her a message. I would go directly to her. She had a paired stone. That's about all we know. Hmm? You do what? An eye stone. Like, an eye (laughs) stone? Never mind. (laughs) 
Okay. Never mind. Oh, I get it. You get it now? It's like an iPhone. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you gained information from Vivelle about her and everything, so. I completely lost my train of thought in the midst yeah. of all of that. So, in short, yeah, she's kind of an ally, oh, but yes. nobody really knows her true intentions, so Vel doesn't really trust her, but Slime Figure is like, hey, this is my best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh so yeah he uh basically lord arthur gives you that the sad news you know uh, there there's many casualties the whole city has fallen um and they're they're formulating a plan and this plan well it involves your group of course it does <laughs> our ragtag team of misfits <laughs> From what he hears, you were successful in infiltrating the North uh, behind enemy lines. So I'm told. And even the encampment of Ulrich himself, which is a feat on it. I mean, it's just a feat. It's great. This is fantastic. They sing songs of this. Within in the weeks that we were gone, they made songs. Or... <laughs> hey, <laughs> bards got to eat. Word, word travels fast. You know, toss a coin to your slime finger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Um, so that's, that's what he's saying. He tells you there are two visitors on their way. When they arrive, I would like for you to meet them. Uh, hear them out, what they have to say, and then ultimately tell us if you will help us. Because this concerns more than just Fyodraka or Wolfire. This concerns the entire kingdom. Ulrich is a threat, a very large threat now. Before he was a nuisance. He was like a mosquito that just kept biting you. Now he has the ability to wipe the entire kingdom from existence. Isn't that what Vel's trying to keep from happening? Uh, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Vel pops out. In your ear. Yes. yes. <laughs> goes back in there. Yeah. <laughs> Black shadow pops up. Just to go yes, and he goes right back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, but he says, but tonight, enjoy the feast. Rest well. And in the morning, I will hold court, and I will summon you, and we can discuss more details then. That sounds like a plan. Everyone sleep well. <laughs> uh, so, at that point, you know, the feast continues on. You guys eat and everything. Uh, eventually, uh, Lord and Lady excuse themselves as they, you know, retire for the night. And then everybody else, <laughs> you know, you, you basically are escorted back to your... Uh, Quarters. Uh -huh. And in your case, it's a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Something would be here right now, he would not be surprised. <laughs> He's like, but, yeah. I you take you, some extra food just in case down there. Maybe <laughs> torment some of the prisoners. Hmm, <laughs> look at this. Oh, no, no, no. 
I just have them bring me like another two dozen pillows so I can just like pile it. <laughs> <laughs> so soft. So much better than the ice. And put a pee and under a your pillow. <laughs> put a pee under there. Yeah, just for good measure. Gosh. You go from being trapped in ice to on a ship for two weeks. Yeah. Not, not a great, not a great, a great start. No. Uh, but yeah.